Hello, my fan friends. Welcome to another Rahalastapa. We're back at the Leicester Square Theatre, and these were recorded at the Leicester Square Theatre. It's so exciting. Uh, this week's, I am talking to the hosts of the Nobody Panic podcast, Stevie Martin, female Stevie, from off of Twitch of Fun, and Tessa Coates. Uh, and it's a fabulous interview. I haven't done it yet, but I just have a feeling it's going to be good. Uh, and if you enjoy these, why not come and see them live at the Leicester Square Theatre most Mondays in September and October. Lots of them are sold out or close to selling out. So please buy your tickets in advance. We've got fantastic guests like Harry Hill, Catherine Ryan. I think Miriam Margolis is going to be doing it, my fine friends. So do buy some tickets to see those uh, or get the live stream. Head to richardherring.com and you can find out all about that. Become a monthly badger and you can save some money. Gofasterstrike.com slash badges. You get loads of benefits as well. Let's sit back, relax and enjoy Rahala Stapa with Stevie Martin and Tessa Coates. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Wherever you are in the world, some of you are here. Please welcome a man who last night tried and failed to sleep in a bath. It's Richard Herring. Thank you. Oh, we're back. Thank you so much. Love you. Love you're much better than last week's audience. <laughs> welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Oh, thank God. Thank God I don't have to come up with a stupid fucking name for it. Uh, though I was hanging out with Sir Michael Palin 18 months ago. It was the best day of my life. And then I got punished. I got punishment for having the best day of my life. And so did all of you. But you've still got two testicles, most of you. You've still got as many testicles as you started with. Most of you. Uh, and... Uh, uh, I thank God every day, by the way, that uh, Sir Michael Payne did not get COVID that night. That is, that is what I... And I didn't kill Sir Michael Payne. Anyway, he calls it Rehalistopus. So we'll see if that, catch, that catches. See, if, it's series 22. We've been recommissioned. The 20, never had 22 series of anything. It's amazing. Um, uh, of what the YouTube subtitles call Rahul Estaba. Which I call... I quite like. Uh, yeah, and we're back at the Square Theatre uh, for the first time in 18 months. It's extremely exciting. It feels like yesterday, doesn't it? No way. It's, well, it's, nothing's happened. <laughs> Could have just, it's a, nothing's happened, but things are so different. Um, and uh, I've got a new book. It's Pickle Rick from when Rick and Morty was good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's all, it's, everything's very exciting. It's all, it's all very good to be here. We're having a good time. And yeah, I did sleep in the bath. Well, I tried to sleep in the bath last night. I've been, we've been on a couple of holidays this month with the kids and, and they both killed me. It's the most, being a parent, is you don't get a holiday. You're looking after kids all the time. It's awful. So I've been dizzy all week after coming back from Centre Parks where I was just cycling my kids up and down a hill. They were in they were like Chinese emperors in the back and I was... <laughs> It was good exercise, but man, and so, and then we went away just to see some friends in uh, Norwich, and we stayed at um, Dulce Dunstan Hall, I think, Dulce Dunstan Hall, I think it's called, which looks very nice from the outside, it's horrible inside. Uh, and we booked a family room, but it was just two double beds in a tiny room, and that is, you can't sleep with a six-year-old and a three-year-old, and it, so I, I attempted to escape and sleep in the bath, and it did not work, so if I collapse, it's for real. Um, <laughs> When we arrived, it's a very fancy hotel from the outside. You drive up this driveway, it's past a golf course, and then it's this very imposing building. 
Uh, it was just like the, lo- the, the, the nearest hotel we could get to where our friends were. Uh, and um, as we were driving up, my son, my three-year-old son, Ernie, said, uh, I came here with my father. And I said, well, I've never... <laughs> I said, no, you didn't, because I've never been here. He said, I did, I came and my... He said, my father built this house. I said, oh, he, he, no, it looked like he was about 500 years old, so it felt... <laughs> felt <laughs> unlikely uh, and he carried on talking about this for about you know this weird thing I was here, I've been here yeah I know this me and my brother used to be here uh, and it was all like kind of that sort of spooky things and kids start talking about then he said his brother was called sweet corn <laughs> which made me think it could have been a nickname right but I thought but sweet corn wasn't in this country 400 years ago so I investigated it and he said get and also sweet corn gave Ernie sweet corn I mean, that might be how he got the nickname, though, right? So it's, it seemed like his story didn't add up, but if he, he felt sure he'd been there. Uh, so I, uh, I Googled it um, and uh, found out the, the building was actually only... Uh, was built in 18... something, 1859 or something like that, so it was made to look older than it was. So it's possible Sweet Corn's been in the country for 200 years, so... Possible. And I looked up, and the person who built it had three sons, so it's possible... And the youngest of those sons was called Ernest. <sighs> yeah. But then the next day he said the other... I said, did you have two brothers or one? He said, uh, two brothers. And I said, what was the other one called? And he said, Fishfinger. So it's... Um, I just think... And the Fishfingers were invented in 1900. So it doesn't add up. It's like loads of people... I've been reading all these stories online about kids who'd had other lives and could say it. But they don't mention all the times kids just make up a load of bullshit. <laughs> that, that sounds good. But that was quite scary, wasn't it? Wasn't it? That. And that happened. Anyway, we'll, uh, we will crack on, I think, um, away from you. So, don't go there. It was a terrible hotel. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> it was a very, very... My wife had uh, the salmon for dinner. It was nasty. <laughs> so, let's crack on. TripAdvisor? No, that's good. TripAdvisor. Uh, my guests. We're going to have some guests. We're going to start the ser- new series some new guests. Uh, and uh, my guests this week are probably best known for playing, one of them is best known for playing, for playing Camilla in Birds of a Feather. Uh, the other one is best known for being female Stevie in the Peter Dibdin sketch on Twitch of Fun. That's what she's best known for. <laughs> they are two thirds of Massive Dad, which after my diet, so am I. Come on, it's a proper joke. It's a proper fucking joke. What do you want from me? <laughs> we please welcome Tessa Coates and Stevie Martin, ladies and gentlemen. Come in. Whichever way round you like. You've got to hold your microphone in your hand. I forgot to tell you. Forgot to tell you. Very nice, isn't it? Very nice. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's lovely to meet you. I've never met Stevie Martin in the flesh. Oh, you know, before. That sounds weird. In person. Yeah. Um, because we've worked together on for the last year in... Online. Yeah, you've just uh, given me all my work last yeah, year. that's good. Thank you. Uh, and uh, you're very tall. She's very tall, isn't she? I wasn't expecting it. It's kind of quite weird. Meeting. Oh, you're small. Oh, it could be that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am very tall. Yeah, you yeah. are. Very Apologies. Mm. It's weird meeting someone you know, that you know, but you don't know them at all. Yeah, it's very strange. It's weird, yeah. It's very strange. Although I have seen your show, so I have actually yeah. watched you a lot. Okay. Yeah, in life. 
I've seen your show, but that's not the same. No, it's not the same. No, no, it's, it's nice like, to just like, hang out. Know, I've seen uh, like Tom Cruise in films and stuff. That's but true. He's not, yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know him. Anyway, lovely to. How was being uh, Cam- Camilla in uh, Birds of a Feather? Tessa? Sorry for laughing backstage. <laughs> I could, I couldn't believe that was what you'd come up with as the thing. Uh, it was a real thrill playing Camilla in Birds yeah. of a Feather. Thank you so much. Which, um, in- which uh, <laughs> of the Birds of a Feather did you get to act alongside? All three of them. Oh, all three. Yeah. Uh, it was the Christmas special. I oh. was uh, the estate agent, and one of them is selling the house. And was, yeah, was it the Christmas special before they stopped working together? Oh yeah. Did you know, <laughs> I did was you, the catalyst. Did you, <laughs> did you notice any? Because uh, the the birds of a feather, they're birds of a feather. They flock together. They've been working together since they were tiny children. Oh, yeah. Those two, Pauline yeah. Quirk and uh, the other one. <laughs> I wasn't confident either. And fish, so. fish finger. <laughs> uh, and uh, they've stopped working together. Yeah. Well, they've just been doing it a very, very long time. Yeah. And I, I won't be saying anything more about it <laughs> on the record. Good, nor should you. Because we are live streaming this. I forgot to say, we're live streaming it. So anything that gets said now can't be edited out for those people. <laughs> They, I will say they, it, when you, if you ever watch it, it, it's got a laughter track on it, but that it's not actually in front of a live audience. Okay. So we did it without an audience. Then they play it to an audience and use that because they refuse to do the. Oh, I did. I have been shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I said I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, they won't. They, they, yeah, you, it's not. It's not live. All right. Well, your character won't be coming back to no. Birds of a Feather. <laughs> the estate what... agent is cut. <laughs> She's out. <laughs> and how was it playing female Stevie in the Peter Dibden? It must have been an honour for you. It was, you it must was... have watched those Fist of Fun sketches oh, back I've in all of them, of course. back in 1995. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was great sitting on my bed uh, with balancing a laptop on. Uh, a puff from the living room. Okay. And um, you can't sorry. call them that anymore. I was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. A buffet. I'm sorry. I'd like to apologise to the live streaming audience for their language. Sorry. I'm, I'm really homophobic, <laughs> and that's something everyone's got to get on board with at this stage. Um, no, yeah, absolute delight, and thank you so much for, uh, no, it was for having me on. It was fun, but you know, once I lost my testicle, I decided to stop doing it. And it's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt that Peter Dibden's a two testicled character. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He is. So. 100%. All three. Yeah. And then by the time I kept, we got, it felt like too much time had passed. Well, we, I've sent you some driving gloves. You've got some driving I've got gloves. I've got some driving gloves we're that ready. Never used. We're ready for the next sketch. I moved house and I moved the driving gloves with me <laughs> in prep. Um, but also it'd be nice when I actually learn to drive anyway. So yeah. I'll just use them. Okay, good. That'll be good. Can't, can you not even drive? I can't even uh, drive. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I literally can't. Anyway, look, it's lovely to see you. First guest of the new series. Uh, and... Uh, Stevie, you were on this show when we were did, did remotely, so we did talk a little bit about Massive Dad and the sketches, which again, I've watched some of them again uh, over the last couple of days. Fantastic sketches. So you started as a... Did you meet at university, I'm presuming, or did you meet post-university? We, <laughs> please. please. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember. We did. We met, um, I, uh, we met at university. We were all in the student sketch comedy group, but in different years. I love to tell people that I'm the baby. <laughs> I'm, they were the year above me. Yes. yes. Um, we actually met, we were in a, a play uh, together. Oh, yeah. Um, but Stevie was very cool and in the year above. <laughs> and so she has absolutely no recollection of the play whatsoever. Whereas I was like, I'm in a play with Stevie Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we had graduated, we graduated and then 
I d nobody remembers how, but we'd been like, shall we do some little sketches? Yeah, and then we, we were going to be called Tanks, do you remember? For yeah. That yeah. didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out. Um, but we went to Las Iguanas and... Uh, shared a starter. Shared one starter between <laughs> the three of us. Anything, Couldn't yeah. afford to eat anything else. And um, we had four, And then we were like, yeah, let's maybe let's do some little... And we, this is what I'm saying. Like, maybe let's do a little bit of comedy. Um, and, that's how, and that's how it started. Yeah, and our first ever gig, Jumper, our first ever gig, where we did that gig where the guy said... Um, and the next, and this is serious, it sounds like terrible satire. And the next uh, people, they're, they're women. <laughs> it's like, oh God, it really yeah. is like this then in comedy. Yeah. He's, I think he's a bit of an anomaly. Um, he said, uh, he's, he's, they work for the BBC. We don't. Not true. No, no, we, no, we don't. Never have. Would. Uh, certainly. Happy to be there, but we don't. And then he said, uh, women d doing comedy, uh, illegal in the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, here they are. They're called uh, big, really big dad. And then we came. Yeah, a true story. And then afterwards, he went, "That was okay." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was horrific. It was awful. It'd be nice to clarify whether it was he was saying that's a good thing that it's illegal in the Middle East, or it's a good thing. You know, we, we, he didn't come down on either clear. side. Yeah. Yeah. And he was very uncomfortable in the room. It yeah. implied it, he, that they were right. It, yeah. That was the implication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get some things right over there. They get them. Yeah. Is it, illegal, is it illegal? Would it be illegal for you to perform in the Middle East? I mean, I think some areas would be like, what are you doing? Especially now. But like, yeah. I'd I don't know. I don't think like, so. Listen, don't, 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 don't fact-check on what he was saying. Nobody knows what okay. he meant by it. <laughs> That's good. Well, they, they, again, I will say the sketches that, that you, you filmed, which are incredibly produced sketches, are very well worth people checking out. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're nice. <laughs> they are nice. <laughs> they, um, they were made by a company called Monkey Kingdom who make uh, Made in Chelsea. And they were so fantastic to work with. Um, but because they make Made in Chelsea, they got so much bunts from that. They can afford to be like, and now should we make some cool comedy sketches and do <laughs> yeah. other things and whatnot? And it's shot. <laughs> some of those sketches are shot. And I was like, God, they look great. And you're like, they're shot on the camera that made Skyfall. <laughs> like, yeah, they look fantastic. <laughs> do you think the camera can remember... It, that it yeah. was involved in yeah, Skyfall. Yeah, yeah. It remembers. And it do you knows. think it'd be happy that it's not doing Skyfall and doing you, or do you think it'd go, I used to be. Yeah. I, used to I think it was tut, 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 <laughs> tutting to the microphone, being like, I worked on Skyfall, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Our cameras have only ever filmed this because we bought them. Right. That's, That's cool. it. So they're, they're, they don't know they're any used better. to what they know what they're getting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then sometimes they go, oh, it's Bob Mortimer's coming on. That'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> and well look um, there's loads of stuff to talk about but let's talk about the, the thing you do together now his massive dad is that dead is that yes, over um, uh, just on a, a lovely long sabbatical yeah. I say we've finished it oh good good for you oh I'm sorry no I was in like literally on this podcast like yeah it doesn't go anymore and so now but I did, well, I good. Let's, let's work it out should we do it again <laughs> no okay. is the door we'll closed <laughs> have you fallen out with no 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 no, no. I think there's just no no no, 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 where's, no, the, no. where's the other one there's another I mean, one on the videos there's just, there's just no there's, small she's okay. <laughs> small um, I think there's just no after a certain point there's like you, you age out a bit of doing sketch comedy yeah. just because you'd think you'd think uh, no like there's no there's a, a you move into ventriloquist dummies right that's what that's <laughs> what you, that's, you move on to that that's Mature. just like <laughs> like after you know because there's three of us and so therefore you couldn't do it you can't make any money from it because you're sharing it three ways and then you you know there's no everyone you know there's no real there's not like there hasn't been a sketch show on telly for years you know i mean Bamalam's running now but it's not 
like sorry, Arsenal, like, the, the ladies, the, the ladies, the ladies. The lady. oh, the, I think there's a show called Flaps coming out. Oh, for God's sake! Which, which I auditioned for like four times, didn't get anything. It's like, oh yeah, but the it looks great. Um, but the yeah, it's strange because it, yeah, it, it did feel like that. I think also a big part of it is just like oh, I don't want to go to the Edinburgh Fringe and just get a show again. The three of us, I think it was a bit like God, you know, it's hard work. It is, it? it is, it is hard. Yeah, and um, yeah, it is tough. And it's a bit like being in a, in a band or in anything where you're just like you're dealing not only trying to make comedy, but you're dealing with everybody else's personal bullshit, life, personal bullshit, frankly. Yeah. And everyone's got jobs and everyone's trying to work and everyone's trying to pay for this and yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting because you all, you're all doing lots of different things. So acting, journalism, podcasts, uh, and so you're doing this podcast together. But that's sort of the way it is now, isn't it? And making your own sketches on, like, I mean, you've been doing your, your uh, sort of, uh, your little things. Your little bits. Your little, little lady things you do. Yeah. Your stuff, <laughs> lady but, they're very good sketches. Thank you. Uh, and they're woman. very good, you know, they're very retweetable and shareable and uh, the right length. I'm, I need to get on TikTok apparently though because Twitter's is dying of something and now I was like I don't want to <laughs> I went on it the other day and I don't think I'll sleep for four, week, four weeks it's just it's so like uh, insane but yes thank you but that's it is nice I think because we all have like Liz is doing a show I think at the Soho in a couple of weeks time for two weeks and it's a brilliant show it's like a solo show and I think oh, it's, it's nice really that, it's so good and we're all like yeah now we're able to kind of explore our own personal journey and she's been in um she is just got back from Brussels. She's doing the show called Parliament that's French. Right. So she's a huge hit on French television. Yeah. <laughs> she plays the only British character and she doesn't, uh, can't speak French, so she doesn't really know what anyone else is saying or doing in the show. <laughs> but she's thrilled to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, this, the, the podcast you do together and you do a, a lot of things online separately as well. Uh, it's called Nobody Panic. And uh, you've got, well, I was listening, I've listened to it before. I've, it's, it's one of my, on my library, but I've listened to a couple mm. this week. And it's kind of interesting because they, they vary in terms of seriousness and it's about a sort of life guide for young people, really, isn't it? It's not yes. really for 54-year-old men. It's what? for everybody. We actually really? have got quite a, a surprisingly robust uh, 45 to 60 Good. Uh, men. Good. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It's, be it's because... You know, you think that people get older and they sort their lives out. They, they really don't. don't. That's the point of a podcast. Because <laughs> yeah, we like started it ages ago in like 2015 or six, like a bit, quite a while ago. And um, when that kind of like, you know, no, we did. It was, yeah, it wasn't. Well, was it the end of 2015? Was the was the the debrief one? Because I I just gone freelance. This is good you know, content. Sorry. Okay. Um, but Thank, yeah. yeah. Sorry to sorry. You know what? It's it was right. 2015. Was it? Okay. <laughs> Quite very much at the end. It was more 2016. But the um, but uh, the deep. It, it wasn't. I oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I was, <laughs> sorry. I think we should just sort this out. <laughs> um, oh, okay. It was. It was. It was a period of time when that sort of like we were in our sort of you know late twenties and being like you know not had our life together and it was very like came from a place of like well this would be a really I'd like to listen to this please and obviously yeah. now we're in our thirties it's different and the audiences. Now I'm like a bigger range, and now obviously we're like, I don't know how to load a dishwasher. Is yeah. that what you want to know? <laughs> like, um, That's one of the ones I listen to yes. because I'm it obsessed. Is, I'm obsessed. With, it is interesting. It's actually quite a good one. Well, yeah. what I like to, got a dishwasher, but what, yeah, happy well, to I liked learn. about the fact that you didn't. You don't have a dishwasher. You've only just got a dishwasher yeah. that you didn't know you had to put rinse aid in. Yeah, I, mean, I had to Google what rinse aid was yeah. as well. And yeah. you know, and you're giving advice on. Oh yeah. yes, yes. There's a lot of that. There's like a dinner yeah. party one, which is really funny because I've never hosted one, and Tessa is. 
insane at doing them and can't really do them. But then it just, those ones are fun because then I suppose people just listen and are like, oh yeah, they don't know what they're talking about either. And that's fine. And then I suppose it is more of a comedy podcast, but then some of them are quite like, yeah, yeah. you know, self-helping. But also I like it because you're fine. You, you obviously research it. I think what you could do with is a 54-year-old man who hasn't researched any of the stuff, yeah. just coming in and saying what he thinks you should do. And then yes, and shouting as well. Over interrupting. Yeah. Yeah. That's and what then, it needs, yeah. I think. If you need that. I can do that. And I know all about dishwashers. Have you got very aggressive so I could have, about I, your dishwasher? I could really have done the dishwasher one and, and corrected you on quite what a few What would things. you go on when? What would you like to say? And the one say? night stand one as how well. I could you... have done a lot more on the one night stand how did you... one. How did... <laughs> I could have really helped you out on that one. <laughs> how do you load a dishwasher? Um, you have to do it my, the way I do it. There yeah, we go. Yeah. What is that? Uh, well, with me, I have talked about this quite recently, but my dishwasher is quite small. I don't know why, okay. but the space it was in was, so we got quite a small one. So yeah, I have to put the big plates at the edge, right. otherwise it catches on the, the spinny the things. Sure things. Yeah, sure, sure. So I know a lot about dishwashers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my one has a rack at the top that you put your cutlery in controversially, but... Uh, oh, that's quite oh, fancy, right. that. Yeah, yeah, you just so spread, you it. spread it out. Rather, rather than it popping out. it in. Yeah. Mm. It in. Mm. Yeah. So I'd get one of those, that's quite good. Well, this was good. We yeah. should have, uh, yeah. You could just insert this into yeah, the podcast. probably will, yeah. Podcast. Ret retrospectively, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> now over to Richard Herring. Yeah. With his, very specific for his own dishwasher instructions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just do what you want, I'd say, with dishwashers. Um, but no, that's the charm. The charm of it is that you're... You, you're you're finding out as well for yourselves and you know, in, the, in the one night stand one you're almost Steve I've been so embarrassed by the idea of one night stands <laughs> and disgusted by them no, I'm not, not quite disgusted but it's not, not for you it's just I struggle with yeah, it yeah, yeah. essentially but then Tess is like yeah love it stand all <laughs> over me um, but the I don't and then the spectrum <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is one of your lines I'm not even on a beach just, in, <laughs> bring, your, just stand bring some please. sand yes, have I'm you got me. your bucket of sand because I'm not I'm gonna have sex with you. Yeah. The sand. Yeah, put the sand down. <laughs> my my one night stand uh, opinion, my thesis that yeah. Stevie did not ag agree with. Oh my god, I did agree. Yeah. I was just like, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just you can't came, feel it in my heart. You came around to the idea that I was like, you have to fancy them, but not I'll actually like them very much. Oh, I yeah. didn't disagree. I, yeah, I didn't because agree. Because crucially, yeah. the main word in one night stand is. Night. Night. No, <laughs> Night one, one. You've got to, it's one time. Yeah, but you don't, the only thing I'd say about that is you don't oh. always, you don't always know before that now it is going to be Herring a one night corner stand. With his opinion. So yeah. I had a lot of one night stands that I hoped wouldn't be one night that's stands. Exactly, that's, <laughs> there we go. But then what happened? Then, you know, the other, I'm too shy to call them back. And also in the days so, when I was having one night stands, it was before the internet. <laughs> so you did want them to be one. Um, but you know, it was very, you had to actually get someone's phone number and ring them up and I was always too ch and shy. That so you were hoping that they'd call you. Yeah, I don't know. You know them, yeah. I was, it it was felt too much to ring that's someone. That's not up. a one night stand. That is the first night of what you hope is a big relationship. Yeah. No, I don't want to say that. Just, I'd, li I'd like to another <laughs> go. I'd like another go because I was drunk okay. the first time. Okay. <laughs> A two night stand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so you know, but it's it's but no, it's interesting to have. It's really good to have people talking about the, the range of subjects you're talking about in this uh, show. And you're also doing a uh, you've done a book version We've done of a it. Book. We've, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that has happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting. They, uh, <laughs> a publisher rang us in um, 
at the beginning of lockdown and said, I assume all your work's been cancelled. Do you want to write a book? And we were like, yeah, yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah, why not? I was wearing an eye patch at the time, Trim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just for fun. And uh, yeah, so we were like, yeah, that, that does seem exciting. I was also, I said then, she was like, John, what else have you got? And I was like, I want to be this generation's Jilly Cooper. And then she said, no, thank you. No, nobody <laughs> wants that. Um, but we will take your podcast book. Um, so it's been, it's been really nice to do. And it's been lovely to do it like all through this last year with such instability it's been nice to be like oh i've got to do the book today um and we wanted to do a sort of grown-up bart simpson's guide to life that was like <laughs> you know because that was <laughs> two people have read it yeah so, and that's the sort of audience we're going there for. they are <laughs> one man being like oh, yes. Oh, yes but it was like yes. when we were 11 that was such like a huge thing and everyone had it and it was like both funny and it actually had some like helpful bits in it um and it, we just wanted a sort of... And then they said, that's too expensive to produce. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Apps, Okay, well, absolutely. Uh, and <laughs> we they wanted a like, full in colour. And they were like, remember, you are not The Simpsons. And <laughs> nobody cares about what you are doing. Um, but yeah, it's just... A, it's, a, it's, a, it's everything we've learned. It's all in how-tos. And we, I think it's quite funny. I think it's quite funny. Yeah, it's quite funny, funny yeah. Yeah. So is it extra stuff from the podcast or is it stuff from the podcast as well? Or? It's a lot of the topics are the things that we maybe have covered, but it's not like presented in the same way. So we've tried to, we've tried to like do different chapters in different ways so there's like um how to get a pay rise but it's a play where tessa plays um danny devito and i'm trying to get a pay rise from her and then like just classic classic, classic just, you know, just basic business um yeah there's like tessa wrote an absolutely incredible accurate poem about tax and it was amazing i like it is absolutely one of the best things i've ever read so it's actually Aww. worth buying it for that you know yeah, yeah but it's got a good poem in it yeah. a good poem <laughs> That's one good poem. Good. Uh, and, yeah, I've got some ideas of stuff you could cover. Of the course, I was, of course. Yeah. yes, please The do. things I wanted to... The thing I've been thinking about, right, is if there was an exact clone of you made, right, right and it's not a twin, it's an actual copy of you, and it's you inside as well. Uh, so it's, it's actually you. <laughs> oh, right. It's got your right. brain as well, and your, and yeah. your personality and your soul. Okay. But it's an... Yeah. It's an and it's the same age as you, because if you're cloning someone, it would be a baby first, and that would make this an inappropriate question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, my oh, is God. It, is it okay to have sex I with it? Is it yes. okay to there have sex go. with a clone? Uh, and you do a whole episode it, about that. Does it know it is a clone? Yeah, it's on board. You go, would you like to have sex with what, me? Well, the clone wants yeah. to have sex. Yeah. You want to have sex with well, you. Well, you ask. I'd quite like to, you know, experience... Yeah, that's... If it was... I'm not saying I would... Uh, I would quite like to experience having sex with myself. Would you? Would you like? Which I've done, but not. When? Why, why, why well, you? just oh, with right. the word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. But how yeah, about yeah. we push it out? Push it out. Push the boat out. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of the ultimate uh, wank, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Look, I'm not one night stuff with anyone else, but with myself, absolutely. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I can't reject myself. Weirdly, with myself, terrible prude. No, thank you. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Uh, would you, you be make... interested to see what like the vibe is? The vibe. What do you mean? What's the? What do you mean? Like what? Is, what's going on with you? You know, I'm not I don't know anything. Well, me, me like, and you... the clone would both be incredibly nervous and <laughs> and weird about it. So I think it would be very disappointing for both of us. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. So the clone wants it. Is that right? Yeah. You ask the clone if the. I don't know if the clone wants it, but you ask the clone, and let's say the clone says yes. Yeah. No, not the clone okay. consent. Yo, so there's consent, but neither yeah. of us are really up it, for it. Is it, it more so just two, two Does it help if like, the ladies. clone's like really... The, your clone's horny. The cl your yeah. clone's really yeah. pulling no, all the moves. I'm even thinking about it. <laughs> okay, okay, so, right, right, right. Um, 
Yeah, all right. The clone's horny. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll give it a go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. do it. I'll please the clone. Yeah. And then I what would... am I doing with the clone? Do yeah. I have to live with it? Or... I just have, just have sex with it. What, and then and it then... dies or something? <laughs> if you like. A clo- a if mir- that's what you want. They just a kind of... miracle clone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's science and and technology. A a miracle happens, and all I use it is to awkwardly have sex with myself. And then, (laughs) as it's dying, it goes, Why? (laughs) What was my purpose? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'd bang myself. I wouldn't, I think it's disgusting. (laughs) Okay, I just wondered what you'd say. See, there's a show in that if you want to do if you're running out of ideas. That's good, that's nice. I mean, I've got a few. Have you done robot sex yet? Is Is it cheating to have sex with? Uh, a robot if you're in a relationship with no, someone else. No, it's a robot. Yeah. It's a bit, we'd have to have a chat you. about it though, I think. <laughs> if, 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 if you like, mm. walked in on your partner well, like having sex with a robot. Westworld style robot. Yeah, or, like, like, or like a rumba. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever gets you off. I'm not, I'm not judgmental about this. Uh, but yeah, probably for me, it would be, uh, what's it called? Humans, was it called? I'm very tired today. I've been, I've been trying to sleep in a bath. <laughs> I can't even remember the, the name of the woman I like. Gemma, Gemma Chan. Chan. Gemma yeah, Chan. She's, yeah. Yeah. I thought I we were. I thought the audience were trying to name your wife. That, <laughs> like, what's the woman I like? I think, yeah. <laughs> when we went down for breakfast this morning, that I we'd been twice, and my wife was at the front. She was she she went up, and I knew that they wanted the name rather than the room number. But my my wife was trying to remember the room number, and I went and I had to step in and say our name. Which seems really suspicious, isn't it? You go, you go, um, Harry? Yeah. <laughs> Harry. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I am his wife. <laughs> Here are our children. It was very good. Um, um, uh, so, yeah, do you think it's cheating to, if your, if your partner was cheating. having sex? With... I just think it's a, if, it, if, it, if I didn't know it was going to be happening. Yeah, that's um, very important that you don't know. That yeah, uh, and then you walk in, it'd be like, also, I suppose if they're very realistic, I just think he was having sex with Chen Chan. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, well, fair play, good. <laughs> Can I join? Um, but also uh, then, yeah, I think it's probably not, it's like, it's like if cheating's there, it's like there, you yeah. know? It's, I think cheating is more about the lying and the power dynamic and all of that. Yes. And really, so if you, if you ask your partner if you can have sex with somebody. Yeah, somebody, I, I, like the, I like the lying part. That's, part, the, that's part of it for me. Right, yeah. okay. In which case, yes, it <laughs> okay. is cheating yeah, to have sex with a robot. <laughs> Thanks for sorting that out. No yeah, problem. That's good that you sorted that out. I'll ask you some more. I'm going to ask you some merged questions from the from the Hallestapa. Well done. Uh, program, which I don't think I've ever asked any of these to anyone. Maybe I have. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I won't ask you that one. Why? Because you just—it's a stupid question. All right, I'll ask you it. Have you ever attempted to create a monument that will stand for, for millennia? How did you get on? Because I've because I've done that. I'm trying to make a, sto- a wall out of stones in the field. So you know, you're not you're unlikely to have done that. Okay, I'll ask you this. Who did you last wave your bare bum at? You probably each other. She loves to wave her bum. I was obsessed with it. What, me? Mooning? Mooning, loves to moon. Will moon. Will moon. A drop of a hat. Uh, Mooned on a family Zoom, just to liven it up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, It it did, it did. Um, My sister, yeah, my sister gets her boobs out at weird moments during family On the family Zoom? Just, oh, family dinners. Gina. I know, it's a lot of fun. And then then we all laugh, and then I get my my bum out. God. Yeah, it's been fun. You, you get your bum out quite a lot. We did a, um, a we before Edinburgh, we were trying to figure out this dance when we were in a sketch group. And we, in order to figure it out, had to 
record ourselves and then watch it back to see if it was it working. It was about 4am. Yeah, it was 4am just to say like... The, before the um, first show. So I mean, we were so Very tired. stressed, very tired. It was just nice because then when we watched it back the whole time Des was just getting a bum out. Just like, <laughs> oh, we didn't realise that was... And it was they unhelpful. They were just so but earnestly and seriously like dancing this, at the front. A full and I was just my butt out at the back. Yeah. Just to lighten the mood. Again, you know? see? So you do know. It, it, it lightens the mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love it. It does. My kids do it all the time. It's fine. It's, yeah. it's They're children. <laughs> they are children. Yeah, they're tiny babies. Okay, this made me laugh when I just read it for the first time since I wrote it. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll move on to some uh, serious questions later. If you had to be given oral sex by a dinosaur, if you had to be... (laughs) Which dinosaur would you like to be mouthed to completion by? Again, does the dinosaur understand? Is there consent? <laughs> yes. Does... I think there has to be consent for it yeah. for it to be given or set. Obviously. Yeah. Diplococcus, no questions. Okay. Yeah. We're going yes. with pterodactyl or something. Oh my god. <laughs> Too picky. Um no, I think I'd go for a stegosaurus because wow. it looks very gentle. Um, and also it's got the kind of danger of the horn. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Could go wrong. I'll ask you a non sexual one now. Oh, there only can't find there one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what would it take for you to teabag Jacob Rees Mogg? Oh no, hold on, that's that's not, that's, that's absolutely a nothing. No <laughs> impetus. What I'd do it in a heartbeat. What is the most unlikely thing you've seen up a mountain? Been up a mountain. You've never been up a mountain. I think so. Been up at like a large hill. Have you been up a mountain? It feels oh, like you've been lo- like you've yeah. done like Ben Nevis or something. <laughs> uh, no, I've been up. A, you've been up Arthur's Seat and things. Is that a mountain? Or is that no, a big I think hill? it might even technically count as a mountain. Okay. Oh right, you want. No. Not a hill isn't enough, eh? You want... Well, you know, I'll t- I'd accept hills just for, okay. you know, ease um, of conversation. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I've not seen... An, uh, I think I once saw two people having sex. At a yeah. real, at a, but at such a distance, I'm open to the idea it was anything else. I was trying to make a question not about sex. Sorry, you've yeah. turned sorry, it around sorry. to sex. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, in which case, I saw one of those um, uh, stones... Um, that's a big stone. A big stone, okay. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Um, no, you know when people make those like balancing stones? I'm not really aware of people doing that with stone. <laughs> you know. I do know, yeah. I am, I am aware of that. Lots of stones. Uh, I've seen some cans I'm in, my, in my time. Um, have you ever experienced, uh, like my, my son did, was trying to pretend he was the, the ghost of <laughs> a man who'd, who built this hotel we were in. At the, have you ever... <laughs> Have you ever experienced a child regressing to a previous life or have you ever regressed to a previous life in your... Oh, uh, I, um, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, our neighbour used to think, he was obsessed with the weather, he was about five, and he was very, very obsessed with the weather, and he would say that he had previously been at the Battle of Agincourt. Wow. wow. Age, yeah, age five. What was the weather like? <laughs> raining. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was raining, and he was very... So when it rained, he would say, ugh, raining again, like Agincourt. <laughs> 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 it was, he was five. That's very sad. And everyone was like, yeah, I believe, I think he really was there, you know? Have Could you be. Googled it to find out if it was raining during the Battle it of It was raining, yeah. Was okay. Yeah, it's very impressive. I've never done the, I've never had that, but when I was younger, I obviously don't remember because I was like two, I would tell people that my name was Colin and I was a computer programmer <laughs> <laughs> because my dad's friend was, was that. And so obviously in the pram and stuff, when I first learned to speak, they'd be like, oh, and I'm like, my name's Colin. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> my dad, my mum just didn't correct any, me. It was nice. 
Do you think that any of those those uh, regression life things are real, or do you think just kids, especially when it's kids? And I just real, my son, and he went on for literally a, t- a day and a half about this. Did his voice change? No, when he, no, no. He said he was the ghost. He said he was the He's son of the, the guy who built the, the son of the guy who built the house in 1859, which he didn't give the dates. Did you like test him on stuff? I took him round the house, and yeah. he was saying, "Yeah, he's going. Yes, that's where we went into. We found this big. <laughs> I've forgotten this. We found this. I was just trying to kill time." So we, went, we walked around the hotel and we found this big sort of function room and there was a stage at the end, like an artificial stage that had been put in obviously quite recently. He said, ah, oh, yes, yes, we used to perform on here. And then he got up on the stage and he started, he made up a song about sunshine. Uh, and, it was the, and he said, that's what they used to sing. And then he said, but I couldn't really say sunshine properly. So I just, I think, because you can't say sunshine properly. Oh my God. <laughs> he's mental. He's really creative. Uh, he is re- he's very creative and he really committed to it. But you, <laughs> and you, to, didn't, you didn't test him? You didn't say what's in this room then? No, I didn't do no, that. Because no. he's a child and that would be <laughs> I didn't really it? believe him. Once he'd started saying oh, the guy was called Sweetcorn, I, that was what... <laughs> I was a bit freaked out, but then I, well, there was... Uh, I, did, I did say that, I don't know, the youngest son was... The youngest son of the family was called Ernest, as my son is as well. So when I looked it up, I looked it up to try and find out whether he was telling what the truth. What the fuck? That's, sorry, so, did your son know that before he, didn't he know pretended? That. No. Oh, no. Uh, now I believe in spooky. it. I know, but that's spooky. But then uh, I did, didn't say that the other two sons were called Fishfinger and, and Sweetcorn. <laughs> Which happened to be his favourite things to eat now. But that might be why, I guess they are, because of the past life. And he could be called Fishfinger for a different reason than... Oh, my good Lord. It could be. No. So... Uh, no. No. Let's, let's talk more about you guys. Tessa, have you, on all the websites, it says that you've got a, a project in... On all the websites. Uh, yeah. I just... <laughs> well, like, there aren't many details about it. You've got a project in development with ABC and the guy who created The Office. <laughs> yeah, that is, is that, true. Is that happening? Um, uh, no. They... <laughs> very much no. They uh, sold it to... Uh, that is... I did a show. They did... A, that, sorry. Yes. Yeah, it is. So, Truth... Um, Greg Daniels wanted to produce it. It was sold to ABC Studios. ABC Studio, who are Disney, woo, they sold it to Quibi. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh. a bit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you remember Quibi? I do remember Quibi, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was it's a, if no one knows it, it was Quick Bites, Quibi. Um, you watched quickly things on your phone, um, and it was the ultimate quick bite. It lasted <laughs> a few months. Um, so I wrote the show for them. Uh, I handed it in, whole series, um, quickly, <laughs> tiny little episodes. Um, uh, then they said, yeah, we're going to do it, we're going we're gonna to make it, we're going into production, and then four days later, Quibi went bankrupt. So that's the end of that. <laughs> but if they've gone bankrupt, then someone else can do it, surely? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who's to say? That's still exciting, though. So oh, you, exciting. Were you out Wild. in LA and doing meetings? and? Yeah, I went out... Um, tell to your John Malkovich story. No, I'm not telling my John oh, Malkovich. No way. You tell the John Malkovich <laughs> No, I'm terrible at telling stories. I can't possibly. <laughs> yeah. You're going to do it on the stand-up, maybe, so maybe go and see her stand-up show, because yeah. it's a great story. <laughs> I've got a wild story about John Malkovich. Um, I, uh, I did. I go, I'm so sorry. Everyone now will be like, well, tell the fucking story. <laughs> um, it just involves me um, doing a terrible, terrible... Going to a sort of audition 
audition in doing this terrible, terrible impression in front of John Malkovich <laughs> and him hating it. <laughs> um, but it, it's a better story than that. Um, yes, I went out to LA, you go on the sort of... Um, it's, it's fun. I mean, what a crazy place. And you go on something called the water bottle tour because you, um, you're constantly made going to sit in a reception and someone says, like, can I get you a water? And then they bring you tiny little bottles of water and then you go and meet somebody and then they say, like, so what's, who, what's this at you? And then, um, and then you tell, talk to them for a bit and then they say, okay, well, great to meet you. And even if you're in the middle of a story and, then, and you're like, oh, okay, bye-bye then. I guess I'll just go. Um, and yeah, you, off you go and you meet all these fancy people. It was, it's fun. I mean, it's a crazy town, yeah. but it's fun. And do, is that something you would, would you, is that something you sort of want to go to America or do you? Yeah, I mean, d definitely. When I, so I just went out to do my show and in 2008, Eight, 2019 I went out in the summer to do my little my Edinburgh show and I they, I think and also I'm really aware they were like Fleabag had just become very successful and so there was this like oh my god there's a British girl with a show like quick 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 and um, and, and my show could not have been more, less like Fleabag like it's a <laughs> very polite show I don't know if that has been clear from my behaviour <laughs> like there's no masturbating you know in the show <laughs> can I say something about Fleabag the um, <laughs> you know in um Christmas, Barack Obama put out his like Christmas list of like his favorite movies and films and shows and things. Right. And number one TV show was Fleabag. The opening scene is her masturbating to Barack Obama. <laughs> 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 the opening scene. And Barack's been like, hmm, number Love one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm really aware that there was this like fleabag buzz and they were like, quick, 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 get her. Um, and, uh, but it did feel a little bit like I'd gone from sort of primary school straight to PhD. You know, I'd like, I hadn't been able to do the sort of steps up and the learning and, you know, because I want to do it, but like I wasn't, I just, I think I went in too high too early and I just wasn't, you know. That wasn't your fault though, because like, cause like, they just plucked you and went like, do that! And you yeah. were like, Jesus! And like, it, yeah, it was a really intense time because it did feel like, they were like, here's the Hollywood dream, literally on a platter, and here's Greg Daniels from the American office and like, here's all this stuff. And it did feel this like, oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck this up. Like, I'm, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, oh, sorry. You can, you can, you can swear. If you sorry, yeah, heard you, you Richard speak. Like, oral from a dinosaur. Yeah, sorry, of course. Um, of course, yeah. Like, it felt like I was like, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory got your golden ticket and you're going to like, you know, Augustus gloop yourself up the tube. You know, you're like, are you going to fuck it up? But then it turned they, out... They, did, they just fucked themselves up. They, they fucked, they fucked that, it up. But that's, you'd got, you, you know, it's not your, none of that's your fault. That that's, yeah. No, I, my ho so. I do hope I did my best, you know. Yeah. I mean, I you absolutely my, did as, an, as a bystander. It just sounded terrifying and looked terrifying. You did such a good job of learning, even just like to be, it sounded like to be in meetings in America is not the same as here, where you just like meet two men called Tom who were like, hey, and then, then you leave. Yeah. Like this was like intense and like they're asking questions of you that you've not been asked before. And also yeah. just like the way they make, you know, like Americans in meetings like make you feel and all of the stuff is, and just being in LA is very disorientating and stuff. And, and also, yeah, yeah, like, like Richard says, like you've still got that thing. You can shop it around, and and nobody knows that, that happened. No, it's all yeah. everywhere. Just being like Tessa was the find of the pilot season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just ride on that, yeah, like until yeah, yeah. yeah, ride those tailwinds, baby. Yeah, that's the thing. Like there are two men called Tom. That's the entire British comedy <laughs> <Yes>. television industry. <laughs> yes. And you have a meeting. They write some notes with a quill. And they say, we've only got a shilling. Um, can you make a sh um, So, well, good luck. And then you leave. Whereas in America, like, 
they want to take risks and they want to they've got money and like they want to make stuff everyone knows um um lovely peter k's car share such a such a sweet nice amazing comedy show but it's just two people in a car and americans were like can you imagine anything more embarrassing than a TV show in a car? Like, they just want everything to be, like, guns and explosions and stuff and money and, like, can we make this show for millions and millions of dollars? So it's just a totally, totally different world to here. If you were Greg Daniels... Yep, and, and would did... I have sex with myself <laughs> no. as I clone? We've moved on. <laughs> would, you have, would you have sex with a clone of you? No, I know. Um, <laughs> if you were Greg Daniels, would you carry... And you'd done The Office and presumably made, you know, $100 million. Mm. Would you carry on trying to find out? That's kind of an amazing thing that he's working on other people's projects. You'd A, think you'd either just, oh, I'm going to do my own stuff. Yeah. Or, or I'm going to go and live on an island somewhere. I'm going to go live on an island. And I think it's testament to... He's firstly, he is the nicest, nicest man. And I think it's also testament to how much, like, comedy just, like, lives in him. That it's not really about the money. You know, here's all these people... He's who, so rich now. <laughs> so, yeah. But, like, here's all these people who have got so much money that you're like, why don't you just retire? Like, you don't have to do this. And it's like, they're not here for the money. They're here. <laughs> money is obviously a delicious bonus. But they're here because they, like, love... They love it. And they love comedy. And they just love talking about comedy. And it's just, like, talking to, like... Really real nerds who are just like passionate about stuff and they knew all these like really obscure British shows and like they they're so and also like Greg Daniels was roommates with Conan O'Brien at nice. university nice. like what c wow. crazy you know <laughs> by sheer chance like they roomed together and then somebody <laughs> called them up on like they had the extension phone in the you know the dean's office and said like do you want to come in and write on the Sim we're going to make a show called The Simpsons. Do you want to come and be writers? Like, all this, like, cool stuff. But it's like, I think they just, they care so passionately about it that they, they, there's no, no retirement because work is their love. Also, he can, like, as well, I guess, put, if he puts his name on something, like, mm. just says he's an executive producer and doesn't actually, you know, like, he could yeah, yeah, yeah. not actually do that much. But it's just, it, it must be an amazing feeling to be like, all I have to do is just say I'm an executive producer and this project will go. Like, yeah, all it takes crazy. is him to be connected and he yeah. knows that. And so I suppose it's really nice that he kind of does that and like, it's like, I'll help you. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it, exactly. And well, crazy. And also being an executive producer, what a jammy thing to do in America. You <laughs> yeah. just stick your name on something. You do absolutely nothing and you just cash your checks. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous. <laughs> one day, one day it'll happen. Um, and also, so your, the show you did was the Primate show, right? That was Primates, yeah. And uh, at university you'd done anthropology. That's me, yep. But you did a dissertation about same-sex relationships in animals. Yes! So don't start having a go at me about my dinosaur question. You, put, <laughs> you chose to do that. <laughs> how do you know that? I know everything about you. So how, <laughs> at research, what, what did you discover in your dissertation? How, how did you get away with that as a dissertation? And B... You allowed uh, no, to, to do anything in anthropology. Yeah. I was obviously obsessed with, like, it, just very, very interested in same-sex behaviour in animals. <laughs> <laughs> As a voyeur, you, you, you looked animal penises and like, penis facts with animal like, penises. A lot of yeah. penis facts. Like, when I discovered about that, the, the, we've got all these different monkey penises, and you can tell from a penis what the group does socially, like, what the sex is like. <laughs> Sorry, hang on. You can, tell from, you can tell from a penis of any species what kind of mating thing they do. Are they monogamous? Are they everybody having sex with each other? Like, what's the vibes? Um, it, you know, and we've got a penis that is absolutely not a monogamous penis, you know, and yet here we are pushing monogamy as an idea for some of us. Some of us, <laughs> some of us be fucking clones. Um, but, um, and so I was like, oh, there's so much really fascinating stuff. And then I think, you know, that we sort of say that like, there are no, um, that being gay is sort of against nature or, you know, that all yeah. of this, you're like, nonsense. It's the most like, 
sensible, sensible, and like it, <laughs> and like, and to suggest that like all the other, everybody, every animal's doing it. Um, yeah, it, and the more social you are, and the more clever you are as a species, which we are, like the more same-sex behavior there is. Um, and so to in any way suggest that any sexual activity that anybody wants to do is not natural or not okay, or in any way should be, just the idea that, sorry, I'm getting so cross, <laughs> but like, just the idea that it should be a crime, that like, that it's, sure. that it, like, who gives a shit what you do with your butthole, you know? Yeah. You, well, you want to put your own cloned penis into it. <laughs> like, and so, yeah, it was about that and about discovering like, um, you know. Which, they were which for, animal has the best gay sex uh, dolphins Great. like like yeah yeah like to put their penises into each other's blowholes that's, <laughs> that's pretty good and that's pretty nice not just dolphins either though <laughs> when I, I, I when i was researching when i was researching talking cock there was, uh, there was a bit I think I didn't use, like was in the show for a little while about a guy who'd written a massively long website about consensual sex with dolphins and he wanted to put in his, the, put in his the, penis in the blowhole yeah, yeah. He was about, he, about and he, he claimed that they liked to be wanked off and stuff. He says, if you look at their faces, it was literally, if you look at their faces, like they can understand. Yeah, like, they're always looking like. And then, and then move, into the, move into the blowhole. Sounds dangerous. But what if they, what if they blow at the same time? Probably enhance the experience. Yeah, yeah. I guess if they don't like it, they can just. Uh, actually, blow it out. now it's come back to me. I think there was a. I think the guy did a warning saying that it, you have to be careful because if they blow at the same time, it will. Take he off. wanted to put his human <laughs> penis, penis in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I might be misremembering that. I never. In the end, I could. It was. I bet the same. You didn't. You. You didn't. You had a bit of material about this, didn't you? Yeah. And then you didn't put it in the show in the end. But that was the same for me. I think people aren't ready for dolphins. People aren't ready dolphin, for it, the dolphin stuff. Even but. consensual dolphin sex between each other. But I'm. Mine was really a man raping dolphin. <laughs> yes. I, I can't. It was a bit about a homophobic dolphin. Is what yeah. I wanted to talk about. Right. Just to like be like, how crazy is homophobia? Imagine if another animal was like cross about what anyone was up to you yeah. know who gives a shit and so i wrote this homophobic dolphin character and it played to silence like nobody <laughs> liked it so i yeah he was he was cut yeah an oh. australian homophobic <laughs> dolphin i think you should bring it back i think you should take that to greg daniels and say i want to like, do, do a series of here things. it comes oh, like a flea bag. yeah <laughs> if you like flea bag, you'll love this yeah <laughs> Terrific. Well, look, um, we're, we're, yes, we're going to do a little bit more. Uh, and uh, that's very... very uh, so you're both doing stand-up shows. Have you, have you finished Primates? Is that... Is that, that I finished that Primates. I had another one called Witch Hunt. That was last year. And then I've just been in Edinburgh this Have you year. done this Edinburgh this year? In, this, in, the, wow. in the ghost How Edinburgh. A ghost town. It was... But the show's gorgeous. Sold out and... I was the first thing on and so therefore for a short time the best I, I won Edinburgh um, the shows are amazing because there's nothing else on um, but then when you go out it's just like a tumbleweed it's absolutely crazy yeah. it was like a fever dream like yeah. but people were saying I mean I think maybe incorrectly having been in the, the fringes of the late 80s that it was sort of back to the roots of of Edinburgh in the 80s and that it was a bit there were fewer shows mm. and therefore it was it, more like experimental work in progress and stuff as yeah, yeah. people felt like they were able to I mean I wasn't there but it sounded like people found that it was nicer just to kind of try stuff yeah and you don't well often you don't feel like you're allowed to do that anymore so it was yeah 
Yeah, definitely. There was, there was definitely shows in the 90s where we would go up not really having written anything and, and work it up over the course of Edinburgh. And that's what Edinburgh should be yeah. rather yeah. than this, like, you arrive. And I definitely, going August 1st, going off to do my show with my notes for a show that I'd never, ever performed before and that, like, 80% of it had never been said out loud. I was like, this is an, a nightmare that you have in June that you wake up from that's like, my show's not... I dreamt I was in Edinburgh and the show wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, we shouldn't put so much pressure on it to be this amazing thing and here's my show, ta-da, rather than be like, you got to you know, work on it, make it. And actually, the shows were so nice. And maybe we do go back to that. Do you think we will? But you know, that's it, it. Always feels that with Edinburgh that you think, oh, we could go back. We could. Twenty twenty two is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. going to be like. I think I we mean, won't go back. It'll just be. But there was no rewards, presumably either. Really, there was. God, a, no. no. Oh, sorry, sorry, I won. Yes, it was yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, someone called Dave chose the Dave. I thought that was quite nice. Oh, I didn't so, see that. Someone uh, I can't remember who the, who the comic was, but he chose a random bloke called Dave on the Royal Mile and made him choose from the list of 10 jokes which was the best joke and he chose the right one as well I think oh, so that's nice so the random bloke called they Dave was as good they should do that yeah. every year yeah. that's yeah. a really fun I think once you do make, you make, once you make something so subjective as comedy into a competition yeah. then it ruins it well know? I think it does ruin says, the fringe says I think, ours having never won a prize I, I, yeah, I know <laughs> I've, never, I've never even have not had a show nominated in uh, all of the Edinburgh's I've ever done so I'm very against the, uh, the awards <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think it does spoil it because even you know and even though I'm not eligible for the awards I still get annoyed when I'm not nominated for them yeah it makes so, you sort of feel like a silly little child yeah. who hasn't been given a sticker at school and I've always been embarrassed but oh yeah, it's horrible it's like running the marathon and then because they announced the awards like three days a week before the end of the fringe so it's like doing the marathon and then as you're coming to the end they're like oh sorry only a few people will be allowed to finish only a few people will be allowed a medal at the end and yeah. you're like oh but we all we all are am i doing my good running please you can always tell what day it comes out as well because when you're walking around there's just comedians like just crying on walls or just yeah. like, eating peanuts like, oh the awards come out i see yeah horrible and do you you have you finished your, your hot hot content yeah i finished that and yeah. now i'm gonna do another show and i have no idea what it is and um, just gonna start doing new material again and i'm actually quite looking forward to doing new yeah I'm, it's gonna be quite fun i Thing. And is there anything coming out of because those they, they have gone quite viral those the the, the short yes kind of, they have to eleven an million views I mean, yes, that's quite viral. that's a lot isn't that's it a lot isn't it um, yes uh, no nothing's happened <laughs> <laughs> you asked me to do the driving sketch yeah. that's that that's <laughs> it uh, but when I do like you know an advert for paint or something someone goes oh I think I saw your sketch that's the sort of level that we're at um, but I'm hoping you know it will just mean that maybe when I go to Edinburgh I'm not so like desperate and like oh god this house I could just be like oh I'm just going to Edinburgh doing a show because online I've, I've got an, another outlet to do comedy a bit yeah. and I also sort of prefer it because I, I, I no I was supposed to say because I'm shit live right <laughs> um, but no I just because it's it's yeah it's just it's more in my wheelhouse to do it online it, it feels like there's a tipping point with those things though you know like a lot of the the people who've who have sort of got over the hill with it with something like that that they've been doing it for quite a long time yes you know Michael Spicer and Al, Al Green mm. and people who yes. sort of have reached that point now where they people are going oh wow look at this yeah it take, they've been doing it for a good like yeah, I, three I, or four I, years it would be sort of rude but, of me um, to have got like a TV show off the back of four sketches <laughs> online or whatever like so I think um, my, my plan is just and I haven't done one for a few months but I'm going to keep sort of doing those and not just be like okay I'm done with that now and just keep going and keep going and uh, yeah just try and get something away when I can but it's not yeah there's no rush I don't no. think but it's because it's both of you I think it's very indicative of I mean I'm calling you young comedians and like now being in your early 30s is being a, is a young comedian because it takes that long yeah. to, to get to the point that you guys are at but, but, it's, but it's all 
about just keeping going in every direction and doing everything possible, and which both of you are doing with acting, birds of a feather, of course, of course, and journalism. You know, you've got all, all these different outlets, and that. But that just seems the way you absolutely have to. To yes, do it I think it's also quite an exhaust, like a sort of tweet being like, you know, if you were a comedian in sort of the, the 90s, you, you know, you had one line and that was your great joke and that was what you were known for. And now you have to be like a full editor, a sound person, <laughs> your own director. You've got to be on all this stuff. You've got to do so much stuff. But And that is really nice. I think, yeah, it's basically who gets tired the last. And then... Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not being like, I'm a bit... The British bit comedy <laughs> business does feel a little bit like those competitions... Um, who can hold on to the van for the longest? Yes. <laughs> and if you are the last one touching the van, you win the van. You know. But then you're so tired and fed up. You're like, I don't want the van I don't anymore. Want the van. <laughs> Fuck but, this yeah. van. It does feel like that. It does. And but you know what? That's when I watch those sketches of you guys, the, the, the massive dad sketches. It's so. It's they're so good and they're so well put together. But there's so many people out there doing stuff now. That that's that's not that's not it's not enough to <laughs> it's do not enough, to mate. do like lead anywhere. Do, here's a load of really brilliant sketches we've done that are brilliant. Yeah, but yeah, so and what else have you got? Keep keep going, going. Going. So it's it's so much uh, tougher now. Um, so when's the book? The book's coming out in November. November the fourth. <laughs> yes. Uh, the remember, remember. November the fourth of November. Yeah. yeah the um, yeah we'll, we'll do some sort of fun launch um, situation. I don't know. It'd be yeah. It's it's really. I sound like I really like. I hate the book. I love the book. I'm really proud of it. It's because obviously we've been writing it for a long time. You know, sure. I suppose what the book I thinks do. is. It goes for a long time, and then when it comes out, you're like, oh yeah, that. We all know about that. Like no one knows about that. But yeah, it's going to be like a lot of book promo and, and fun, fun stuff. Maybe a little tour nice. if uh, we can. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would be lovely. I'd love to and do is it. And is the podcast ongoing or do you do series? Every the... week till Every... we die or one yeah. of us dies or the yeah. world explodes. Yeah. Okay, good. So nobody panic. Book, podcast, that's a good thing to look up. Massive Dad, look up Massive Dad. And just, you both got websites as well. Sure. We've so, got websites. Yeah. Go Very... and see Liz's show. Go see yeah. Liz, Liz Kingsman's we show. We haven't got a live show to see, but you can see her. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Really Fantastic. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, massive round of applause for Thank Tessa you. and Stevie. So we'll be back next week. See you next week. You have been listening to Rahalastapar with me, Richard Herring, and my guests, Tessa Coates and Stevie Martin from the Nobody Panic podcast. Buy their book. It's great. The music is by Scant Regard. I am indebted to my producer for this show, Gwyn Davis. I'm also indebted, of course, to the wonderful Ben Walker. I hope you can hear my cat meowing in the background. And I'm very much indebted to Chris Evans, not that one, and all the team from Go Faster Stripe, who and Sky Potato, who have put together the fantastic streaming and videos for this series. It's working very well. Do go to richchain.com and buy a pass. You'll be able to watch previous episodes as well. Uh, if you've missed them, like you've missed some of them, for sure. You've missed this one, didn't you, for example? Why am I still talking? I'm very much delighted to be back at the Leicester Square Theatre. Thank you to all the staff uh, for their fantastic support. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFasterStripe.com production. Head to GoFasterStripe.com slash badges to become a monthly badger and get money off your streaming tickets. Get loads of bonus DVD DVDs stand-up shows you don't get dvds stand-up shows and interviews backstage and all sorts of other malarkey and a membership card it's well worth your three pounds a month please stay with us if you're doing it just for the discount otherwise we lose money and we're trying to raise money for charity it seems unfair that we lose money as a result of that anyway 
go, don't go faster strike.com slash badges. I'm going now. No one's listening to this anyway. See ya.